that I know, you know what I do know is that I don't know anything. Yeah. I do know that. Yeah. I'm, that's the one thing that I know in life right now that all the stuff that I thought I used to know, mm-hmm. I figured out that I actually don't know. No, no. Pretty much, I don't know shit. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is episode 74 of Wayne In with Travis Hartman. It's been another minute. I think every episode I say that because we keep having these gaps, these lags in our episode, episodic content. Episodic. Of this podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us for our subscribers. We appreciate your patience. As you can see, we have a, we're in a different facility now. The TH Boxing Gym has expanded now, not just the main floor of the gym, of the boxing activities, but we're now on the second floor. There's some renovation work going on up here, and we're carving out our little area for podcasting purposes so pardon any echo pardon any dust pardon the plain black and the plain black did i talk enough on that i think you talked beautifully okay how does my voice sound because it's been a little while they they once called you the songbird of our generation they once did but now they just call me this old decrepit fool but this is episode 74 we thank you to our our, our, thank our media partners th boxing Coldstream financial and if enterprises as always for your media support and uh, we can travel over there we are drinking a little bit of well what do we got there we got woodson bourbon whiskey mm. and you know who this is this is mr charles woodson who who is a former green bay packer and also oakland raider but also lives in lake nona that's true he is in the country club here in lake nona florida where it's a little heaven you know, and I think if we really tried Weekend Trap, if we really tried, and we can get the man himself somehow connected to our show, all we have to do is tell him, listen, Mr. Woodson, we love you. We loved you on the Packers. You were obviously a Raider on and off as well, but you won a Super Bowl with the Packers. I, li- I liked you more on the Raiders because B-Money likes the Packers, but go ahead. But we love you as the, the, the producer of this Woodson bourbon, and by the way... We'd like you to be a part of this podcast because we are the number one beards, bourbon, and boxing podcast shot in Orlando, Florida, specifically Laureate Park, which isn't like Nona, specifically in a boxing gym, now on the second floor of a boxing gym, shot on a Sunday or Monday, today is Monday. In the world. In the world. That demographic, folks. Number one in the world. Like, Charles, you know what it's like to be number one in the world. I mean, we're number one in the world, so... We just think that it would be possible and it would make sense if you just joined us. I think it makes Let's a talk lot. about your bourbon. I think it makes a lot of sense. Actually, we would love to do that. We have some connections. I might be able to start to pull the strings on that. But you know what? We need to get our, our podcast room in here really mac daddy oh, yeah. before we do that. We've been under construction the last month, guys, but we're almost there. As you can tell, we're in a new um, building, new um, room, not building, new room of the building, but it's about to be... Weighing in with Travis Harmon's permanent podcast studio. That's right. As uh, as the great grandmother down the street said to her husband, the great grandfather, uh, as he you know he took care of some business down there. Pardon my dust. <laughs> Pardon our dust here, folks. But we're here. But the reason why most of you keep all... my wife's name out your mouth. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh. All right. Yeah. Keep slap. my wife's name out your mouth. With a couple okay, of expl- expletives. 
What a tr- what a clown show this whole world has become, and that is part of it. But ladies and gentlemen, you are here mainly because probably boxing, because we talk boxing when we do these episodes, which usually is weekly. We're getting back to it, folks. Weekly. Now, this is a jam-packed month uh, weekend, Trav. It's actually a very exciting month for boxing, and people don't realize it, but and, I'm going to let them know. And frankly, this weekend's jam-packed. So depending on when YouTube tells you that you can watch this video, because it's really up to the metrics and the analytics and uh, the algorithm there, it's going to be out here. But April 9th starts it all off, folks. I know we've had some fights already in April, but it really kicks off this weekend, Weekend mm-hmm. Trav. What are, what are you looking forward to coming this weekend? You know what? There's some really good boxing matches this weekend. Um... I have to lead with, no, you know what? I'm not going to. The one I'm looking forward to the most is Erickson Lubin versus Sebastian Fundora. That Ooh. fight is actually on Showtime. Showtime it doesn't really have a ton of big, big, big time fights, but this is a really big time fight. Um, this is Erickson Lubin, who's actually originally used to train in Orlando, Florida, trains now, I think, in West Palm Beach, uh, but he still has Orlando, Florida connections with Soak School of Hard Knocks. They still are in his corner. The, the, um, Oh, I forget their names, the guys who own that. But uh, they're still in his corner. They still help him out with a lot of stuff. Right. So School of Hard Knocks is representing with Erickson Lubin. But this fight's a good fight because Sebastian Fandora is undefeated. The guy's like 6'3", 6'4", 154 pounds. Um, Erickson Lubin is still back on track from his one lone defeat, which was a knockout to the Charlo brother. Um, a really bad knockout, but he's done nothing but win since that knockout, which is like three, four years ago now. So he's on a massive win streak, Mm -hmm. but this, this right now in front of him is going to be a massive fight and it's going to be a massive hurdle that he needs to get over to, uh, challenge for a world title and that's what he ultimately wants to do so i'm looking forward to that fight it's on showtime well tell us a little bit about uh, so they're fighting in la uh, i don't know which stadium out there but tell us a little bit about his competitor sebastian fundura this guy is tall lanky and rangy um he he throws a lot of punches he almost i, I don't want to take away from um this guy i'll tell you his name i gotta find him gosh dang I did, it just slipped my mind um oh my gosh he used to fight. See, folks, you know, and this is why you get I have, it from me. I'm going to find this. This is why I have notes, ladies I'm and fi- gentlemen. I'm going to find this. This is why I put these notes together. I have um, this name that I just slipped my mind. We're going to come back to it. We're going to talk about that fight in a second. But I want to uh, run through a couple of other things going on that weekend on April 9th. Actually, that day, April 9th. Uh, we have on DAZN. We've talked about this in, in a prior episode. Ryan Garcia taking on Emmanuel Tago. Tagu? Who? Tagu. Who? Tagu. <laughs> Um, so gosh, this guy, and I'm talking Ryan Garcia, I'm, I'm kind of over it. Frankly, I kind I just really hope the guy loses so he could stop talking about him so much. Cause when he wins, he's going to be the, he's going to proclaim himself as a second coming really. Uh, so let's move on. We've given that enough airtime in prior and prior. Episodes. The good thing about it is that we can stop our counter of how many days it's Correct. been since I he's lost last track. fought. I don't, I can't count too high. We can travel. I have a calculator and computer that does that for me. <laughs> so, uh, so that's, uh, on the zone as also on the zone at a different time slot, because it, this one's coming from Japan. We have triple G taking on Ryoto Murata. For the IBF middleweight title, that's going to be on the zone as well. Triple G back in the ring. Yeah, yeah. It's and going to be showing at a different <clears throat> time here, though, right? I forget what the time uh, it's, is. I but can't, it's, like... it's, it's obviously based on the time zone. So the yeah. Triple G fights in Japan. The Ryan Garcia one, of course, is in Texas because I don't know if he can fight anywhere other than in Texas. But but this Tagu, who Tagu? He's coming <laughs> overseas to 
take this guy down. So we'll see what ends up happening. That that weight division is still primed for some interesting fights coming down the road. But who knows? So back to the Erickson Lubin and Sebastian Fundora fight. I found the guy that I was looking for. Perfect. It's in L.A. on Showtime, April 9th. Who are we trying to compare Sebastian Fundora to? So the hardcore boxing people are probably going to hate me for the comparison, but it's not completely like Sebastian Fundora. But there's a guy named Paul Williams. He was 41-2. and two. He got in a really bad motorcycle accident, and he's paralyzed from like the waist down, so he doesn't fight again. But he was at the top of his career when this happened. 6'1", 147 pounds, 154. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, th- he had long arms, tall, big reach, but threw a lot of punches. And his reach was just so long. That just reminds me, Sebastian Fandor reminds me a little bit of him. The way he's built and the way he throws the punches, he's a lefty. Sure. And it just, I know that Paul Williams is a world champion, like former world champion. He was, Paul Williams was really, really legit, like legit. So I don't want to like tarnish the name for Paul Williams yet yeah. by saying that, oh my gosh, Sebastian Fandor is the next Paul Williams. I'm not saying that. His style kind of reminds me of him. The way his body is built as well, and he throws a lot of punches. He doesn't really use his reach and stay outside and box. He kind of throws a lot of punches and stays inside. So it kind of reminded me of Paul Williams. So that's what that was the name that I kind of got caught up on and, and kind of forgot. I knew it was Paul. I couldn't remember the last name though. So I think Sebastian Fandor reminds me a little bit his body type and a little bit of his style like the Paul Williams. So I think he's going to give um, Erickson Lubin a lot of trouble because of that reach and that style. It's kind mm-hmm. of an overwhelming, lots of punches in your face, rangy, tall, lanky, awkward. But it's going to be a tough fight. But is the power there in order to uh, uh, to end this fight against Lubin? So, it, listen, it's tough to say because Fundora has not really fought, you know, a guy at the level that Erickson Lubin's at. Right. But Fandora's got a lot of knockouts. I mean, he is 18 and 0 right now. He's 18 and 0 with 12 knockouts. That's a really good knockout ratio. Mm-hmm. He's only not knocked out six people. So that's a good knockout ratio. It, it would you would think that he's got a lot of power. I don't think he's got that one punch devastating power, but if he clips the guy, he clips the guy. He, he knows how to punch, he knows how to fight. I don't see him knocking out Lubin. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lubin his chin has been tested and it failed against Charlo. Yep. It did. He knocked him out cold. And I also fought on the same card as Erickson Lubin in Texas. I fought a guy named Cordell Booker. And Erickson Lubin fought a guy who was he was just supposed to dominate. And this was a fight that was off TV. So that's why I'm talking about it because nobody else saw it. And Erickson Lubin got rocked hard. Almost went down, was on the scramble for a little bit, and I was there live for it. It was an off-TV fight. Not a lot of people were in the stadium even, but it was his comeback like right. trail after the Charlo. <clears throat> he didn't look great to me, but the only positive thing was he recovered and ended up stopping the guy. So that was positive, and he got out of there. But he got rocked by a guy that I would say Sebastian Fandor's got more power than the guy he got rocked by. So... It's possible if he if he if his defense is lacking and Fandora slips something in there, then yeah, I think that 100% Fandora could do some damage. Uh, but I don't think Erickson Lubin's worried about Fandora's power. Yeah, I've always been told that if you can slip one in there, you can do a lot of damage. So yeah. you got to be careful about that. Uh, so that's a that's a big that's a big matchup coming in this weekend. 
Nothing? You had nothing for that comment? You had nothing? Oh, sorry. I, I was I was, um, I was, was distracted. My goodness. I was, what what the, am I working with here? I'm, I'm trying to be cool over here. Are we that looking... much out of practice? We are. <laughs> well, I was reading like, something. I was I'm, reading something. I'm teeing these things up. Like, I know. Oh, goodness gracious. You, you did good. April I, 9th. I one matchup this. weekend, Trev, that we're not talking about. And maybe we should because it gets hits. I think it gets the key words. I know what you're going to say. Am I? It, you I know do. I'm talking about? Yeah. Mighty Jennifer Hahn. Versus Mikaela. Oh, taking on yeah, Michaela you Mayer. Missed, you missed oh, the headline. Taking on all. Michaela Mayer. <laughs> okay, that's on ESPN Plus, I think, this weekend as well. Um, yeah. Weekend Trav. You know what would get me to watch this fight? You know what, what would really generate the excitement in, in me and my loins to watch this fight? <laughs> is your wife watching this? No. She, okay. Does yours um, watch these? No. <laughs> not <come> usually. <laughs> come on. Um, I don't know what. Okay. If now they hear mud me wrestle, out, hear me out wrestled, boxing community. If they mud wrestled? No, hear me out, boxing community. I think this needs to happen because this is the direction our world's going, Weekend yeah. Trav. Yeah. I'm thinking this because they're probably close to the same weight class, I would think, at this point. Who? Michaela Mayer, one day, taking on Leah Thomas. Oh, my God. I, I don't think they're even close to the same weight. Are you sure? I think Leah Thomas looks big. Michaela well, Mayer's like 130. Well, that, well, the, that I think person, Leah Thomas is probably like... That person, because I'm not a biologist, so I don't know if I can call that, that the man or woman. So that person, person... I mean, that's probably the most fairly political Has broad, pronoun. broad shoulders. So it's hard to very tell the, the weight class. Very, th- like very slender, you know, though. Congratulations so. on your 500-meter uh, you know, NCAA championship uh, to... Uh, that the, the the person swimmer, Leah Thomas. But I think one day, if we really are going that direction, we can Trav. Bring it on, Michaela Mayer. I I would Leah I Thomas. would literally pay to see Michaela Mayer knock out Leah Thomas. There you go. So Michaela I think, Mayer, I would pay to see I that. I think we're on to something here, folks. I think we really are. On ESPN would be all about it because they're owned by Disney. So um, moving on. April, still teeing up. We have a lot of stuff going on in April. This is just the first weekend in April, just by the way. Just the first weekend. We got some more. We're not going to talk in depth about all these because we have many other weeks in April and we need content. Uh, so we're talking, just kind of glancing over. April 16th, I have written down Showtime pay-per-view. Errol Spence taking on your Dennis, or sorry, your That's your That's right. Ugas. 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 Coming off of a Manny Pacquiao victory. And he also, you could easily say that he sent Manny Pacquiao into retirement. Right. And, and uh, you know, it's... Champ first champ here. Uh, so this should be, I think, the unified welterweight it is, title. Yep, it's a unification bout. Yeah, so that's coming to Arlington, Texas, April 16th. Uh, let's kind of move on. Uh, I know there's some matches overseas as well. April 23rd, the big one, which the is surprising, we can trap, because we're not hearing a lot about it. That's nope. Tyson Fury taking on Dillian White. You want to know why you're not hearing a lot about it? Because you don't need to. Because within four hours, they sold 80,000 tickets to that fight. And Dillian White didn't even show up to the press conference, and they sold 80,000 yeah, tickets in f- like four hours. So the they king. don't even need to promote that. That's it's the, being promoted by itself. That's the King of England matchup that I wanted so bad with uh, with AJ, with him. Mm-hmm. But obviously AJ stinks at boxing now that we have done. Uh, have I already, I've already dropped this tidbit about this fight, about Dillian White. How Dillian White is like the 23rd youngest father of all time. Did you know that? Yes, I think you did. He was like 12 or 13 years old, and he fathered a child. 
Man. You can look this up. Dillian White is like the twenty-something youngest father of all time. That's some. Fire. Look it up. You're Listen, welcome. You're some, welcome. That's some firepower back there, folks. So be careful, uh, Tyson Fury. As we get closer to April 23rd, we'll dive or dive diver dive deeper into that ESPN Plus pay per view. Uh, April 30th. Wait, I gotta I gotta I gotta give a shout out really fast to that. Good. That information came to me from a guy who is now a client, Dave Schroeder is a very boxing historian from England, and he lives here in Laureate Park now. Thanks for that tidbit, because I did not know that, but that was cool information. I looked it up, and it was true. Also, Dillian White, I think, was like shot as well. Thanks. This guy's got a really cool story. You said it's Can Dave, he be? David Schroeder? Dave Schroeder, yes. Dave Schroeder, yes. thank you for knowing uh, Dillian White's sexual prowess as a preteen. <laughs> And, it was and very interesting. Knowing the results. Uh, but thanks that. for passing that on to me. It was um, a very cool information. He's fighting Tyson Fury. Great fight. I think it's a great fight. Anyway, we can go ahead and move on. Okay, and we are. And and then the final, finally, April 30th, the final weekend of this year, or uh, this month, I should say, we have in New York, we got Shakur Stevenson taking on Oscar Valdez. Mm. Uh, also, and we have Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano. They actually have the, the location wrong on this one, so that might be flip-flopped. Uh, because we know for a fact they're fighting in Madison Square yep, Garden, whereas sure this is Las Vegas, so that might be wrong. And Stevenson Valdez might be in Las Vegas, so this my chart might be wrong. But um, I don't know that for sure. But Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano, that's a big one on DAZN on April 30th. It's a very big one. And we're going to talk about that, guess what, folks, later on in the month. Uh, but there is, I think, another bout weekend, Trav, that you wanted to mention briefly as well on April that is, 30th. It's part of that fight, actually, okay. but... Yes, you. By the way, Shakir Stevenson, Oscar Valdez is in Las Vegas. Okay, so they my are char- for sure. They're MGM Grand in Las Vegas. Come so. on, CBS Boxing, get your stuff right. But the cool part about it is that the Katie Taylor Amanda Serrano leads right into who I wanted to talk about. It's Jesse Vargas and Liam Smith. Mm-hmm. They're on that card. Mm-hmm. They're fighting on that card. So they're super welterweights. Uh, Jesse Vargas is a former world champion. Fought Manny Pacquiao. He's fought a lot of the greats. He's fought a lot of the greats, and including Weekend Trav. I fought Jesse Vargas in the pros at uh, Temple University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. <laughs> so, um, but the reason why I bring this up is because Mr. Jesse Vargas was also running for political office um, for his district, I believe, in Las Vegas. And he's also going to be on In This Corner with Weekend Trav. Jesse Vargas, you are the man. He's fighting Liam Smith. Tough fight. Jesse Vargas is twenty nine and three. Liam Smith is thirty and three, um, and that is part of that spectacular card at Madison Square Garden in New York on the Zone. And Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano in a blockbuster fight. That's right. See, it's not easy when someone's recording you for the socials while you're talking, huh? It's beautiful. You though. usually get me. On. I know. So I don't. I was, that was not used to you pulling that pre- out. I was doing a preemptive you video did well. strike you on did you. Well. I was paying attention, so yes, very important. Looking forward to having him on in this corner. And, uh, you know, so stay tuned to that, folks. We do other things on this rather than just this podcast episode uh, on a weekly basis, getting back to the weekly basis. We do these interviews when we get the opportunities to. We're going to start doing some also just kind of maybe some non-boxing stuff as well on the interview side of of things. Of course. Um, And also, you know, obviously we do our shorts and it's weighing in with Travis Harvey. We can weigh in on whatever we'll weigh we want in on to. Whatever we want. And, and every once in a while, you're going to get B Money's take on stuff, too. I look forward to B Money's take. <clears throat> every once in a while. And also, we're on the socials. So if you're on Instagram, if you're on Facebook, if you're on. Well, that's it, right? 
Um, no, yeah, the socials, yeah. And the YouTube channel, obviously. Wayne yep. and with Travis Hartman on the socials. That's all one word, Wayne and with Travis Hartman. Go and find us. Spell Wayne in properly. Wayne in with Travis Hartman. And speaking of our YouTube channel. Yeah. I did this really, really great take about the Josh Taylor Oh, fight. yeah. <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that are still listening. It still wasn't a robbery. Oh, my it is, gosh. What is today's date? Today is April. It's Monday, April 4th. We don't know when this is going to post, but I just want to let you guys know. It is Monday, April 4th, and it's still not a robbery. Okay, I'll move on. I'll tell you what. I'll it, move it, on. Go, go to our channel, look at that video, and look at all the hatred and vitriol. 150 comments. Weekend Trav is fielding nothing but heat and vitriol. And I've responded to every one of them. He's responded. We respond until we start really getting up there in the views and the subscribes and the comments. We're going to keep responding Every time we see something. Yeah, you better catch us now before we get really big. <laughs> yeah, it's about to just take <laughs> off. Uh, we got our own studio now. You guys better watch out. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? It's like the good old days because I'm sweating my ass off in here. I mean, there's air conditioner in the studio, but maybe we need to reach out to the owners of the studio yeah. and let them maybe know the prior tenant what's going on. With the AC. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I that's mean, the case. Everything's possible. So we can try. Everything is possible. Everything is awesome. Hey, get the new studio. Get the croc. Go get the Adidas Crocs. Got it. Okay, so we're being stupid. Uh, let's talk about this bourbon, please, because we oh, briefly yeah. mentioned it, but we're going to talk a little more specifically. Woodson Bourbon Whiskey. I like the label just because it's kind of this old school label. Um, let's see here. What can I say about this that hasn't it's been not said already? bad. That's what... What can I say about this that hasn't been said about Afghanistan? Bombed out and depleted. Um, oh my goodness. Just kidding. I actually like this bourbon. It's very good weekend, Trav. And we've ranked uh, everything we've drank on this show from 0 to 10 boxing gloves. Stop looking at whatever you're looking at. Sorry. Um, Sorry, boss. So I'm going to go first because usually I say, hey, weekend, Trav, you go first. Rank it. What I will say is this. I haven't had bourbon in a while. So that's making my score go up. Oh, I like it. I've been drinking more beer recently, and uh, I don't know, because you know, that's one of the bees. That's probably why you have allergies. Yeah, it could be. I do. There's a more lot of bourbon pollen in, your in life. Florida right now. We have now. another podcast. We've been just building All studios. That's killing me. Florida. Florida. Don't move here. It's a sunshine state. Don't no. move here. Unless unless you're a red. Don't, don't move here. Don't move red here. Boat. Red. Boat. Unless you're red. Um, <clears> don't anyways. move here. So, if zero to ten boxing gloves weekend trial. I'm just sipping this out of a cup that my spouse got me. It's Chicago's, you know, etched in map on this glass. Ooh, Pretty super cool. nice. Um, hmm. Hold on a second. Zero to ten, right? Yep. 7.1. Okay, 7.1. I, in the high, high hopes that we can attract the maker of I kept, this. I kept my scoring integrity, I and Charles Woodson will appreciate this. I am keeping my integrity as well. Okay. I'm not going like out of this world, but I do like it. Mm-hmm. And it's probably because I haven't had bourbon for a while too, but I'm going 7.5. Okay. I think it's a solid 7.5. Mm-hmm. And... Woodson, before you judge us, if you are watching this, and I think that you will because we're going to post this and you're going to see it. Um, we don't rig much stuff over seven ever. So a 7.5 it's is a very girl, good. It's a great score. Listen, yeah. if you gave everything that you kind of like a nine or above or even an eight and above, where's the integrity in that scoring metric? 
right? I think nobody can question our integrity when it comes to judging the bourbon. No, for me, if, if you're a seven and above, this is a very good bourbon. You know, if you're below that mark, then okay, you could talk about it. If you are, you know, ass juice, like, uh, and it's not proper a bourbon, 12. but proper 12 whiskey, I mean, that's in the, that's in the ones. If this I, is, they, they, wait, wait, this is a, oh, this is a bourbon, bourbon. whiskey. Woodson bourbon whiskey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So proper 12, it's unfortunate because we're not, we don't, we shouldn't be ranking that anyways. It's not a bourbon, but it was gross. And maybe we just had a bad bottle because frankly it was worth what? Like a billion bucks or whatever to that guy? Um, yeah, hundreds, he, got, he made like hundreds of millions off of that. So Insanity. There's good, Insanity. For, good for him. But you know what? I, I didn't want to, I, like, I didn't want to rank it low. That's what I hope everybody realizes that when we rank our bourbon, like I rank it for what yeah. it is. Yeah. That stuff tasted like Absolutely. warm piss. Yeah, I would, <laughs> I would rather have a warm Bud Light Seltzer. Which, Literally. I mean, that, well, that's uh, pretty good anyways on the beach. All right. Speaking of the attire, we can try the attire. Oh, yeah. This is new. That's a new this one. New. I, I like I've, it. I've got back to my ordering ways. I like it. Much, it's fresh out of the package. It has as many it creases is. on it as it our is. background. It is. Our background is beautiful. <laughs> our background, look. But these uh, are brick. Yeah. It's brick. Can you oh, not yeah, tell? Yeah, yeah. It's See, brick. Ladies and gentlemen, we're really excited about what we can do in here. There's so much room for activities. Oh, there's so much room for activities. There's so much. Room. Oh my gosh. So much do you want to do karate in the garage? Oh, yeah. That's I don't remember the next line from that movie, but yes. Yes. I mean, yes. that's good enough. Let's I don't go chop uh, watermelons up. Uh, <clears throat> we can try. Where else are we going with this thing? Um, I mean, I'm not really sure. I think that we could probably talk about Leah Thomas all day. No. I know that you would love that. No, because you know what? <laughs> That's, I've spoken so much in all my local interviews about this topic, about yeah. how there should be NIL placement for it's – it's a college athlete. College athletes have the ability to have the NIL sponsorships now. You know, I've talked on all the local media channels about this. That's why my voice is so hoarse. I know. B-Money is out there. B-Money is Hollywood out there. He's talking to everybody. I'm an advocate for – uh, 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 equal rights. Equal rights. So you're trying to tell me that you are for Leah Thomas competing? I, I didn't say that. I said I'm for equal rights. And, and basically, in my opinion, what we saw out there in the pool was not equal rights. <laughs> so I'm actually, you know, take that for what it's worth, uh, viewers. Have you seen this Adidas? Like By actually. the way, have you seen this Adidas commercial? I have, and that's why I really didn't want to give your Crocs that much love because they were Adidas. Yes, I know I hate that part, but what shoe company isn't all about it? I mean, like, I'm Pick just... one. I don't know. That they commercial that I saw of Adidas, Adidas used to be one of my favorite companies. I... Growing up, you they used to sponsor USA Boxing. So when I was like 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, I loved Adidas. Listen. Like, I loved it. But guys, I'm getting to the point now, B-Money, where... I know. I'm trying my best to put my money where my mouth I'm is. I'm running out of clothing and things I could wear. I know, but I, I'm as a new father to a baby girl who will be five months this weekend. I well, <clears throat> am not gonna buy. Well, no, let's, Adidas. Let's talk about it in this light. That commercial was horrific. The commercial. Uh, I'm gonna take a different, uh, not much of a different avenue, but a little softer tone. It's ridiculous. Like. I, I like the first parts of the, the, the first parts of the commercial championing uh, uh, you know women in, in different forms of you know competing and you had the girl dancing in the middle of the street and you had the uh, just, uh, you know the, the girl with Down syndrome on the bus doing whatever she was doing you know that that that's all good I, li- I like that okay, you know that. like Lululemon you go to Lululemon and you go shop for stuff 
because I, I buy a lot of Lululemon clothing for myself, but also my spouse. You go on there, and they have a lot of... The, Don't blame me. They do a lot of models now that are that are plus size. It's a little... It's mm. little yeah. Anyways, Adidas. So, but then they, sh- they, they move over to the volleyball clip, and you got this Jack Diesel dude spiking the ball on these poor girls on the other side of the... Uh, and by the, way, by the way, can't do it. By the way, as as a as someone a former volleyball player himself, we do realize men play on a higher net than ladies on all on all age ranges. So this oh dude was getting up on that shorter net and just jamming it down the throats of the other. So so my question to Adidas is this: championing women's rights and advocacy. Cool, I understand that part. But is it cool to watch this one dude basically take the court and have his way and just manhandle the other side? I at first I was irritated, but the mo- but because the NCAA was airing it, airing it, airing it, the more I watched it, I'm like, this is hilarious. Because folks, this is what we're gonna get to. I talked about it once. The NBA players, the bench warmers, they transition NBA. and they become WNBA all stars. This is what we're getting to. Joanna Man, who saw that movie? I did I in the '90s. That. Come on, I saw it. Come on. Listen, if you're for equal rights, and I still tell everybody this, we we, we spoke about this. Yeah. If you're for equal rights and you're for women's sports, you're not going to be for this because no. it is going to decimate and eliminate yeah. women's sports yeah. all to. But here, true but, women hey, sports altogether. But let's. But I, but I am all for a little bit of an equal ass kicking. So, so I did. The more I saw that commercial, I was just cracking up because I'm like, dude, it's just like watching adult play against children in basketball. It was hilarious. It's not even fair. It's, it's not so fair. stupid. It's not fair. But these these fake Crocs are comfortable as hell. We can trav. Yeah, well, they're Adidas. I know, but guys, what's can worse? we start a Garf- GoFundMe so we can get B Money some better Crocs from a better company? We can travel. All the companies do are that. doing the same thing. You well, do understand you know this, right? I, not all of them. We're going to find one that's not. Okay. Okay. Good luck. We're going to find one that's not. Okay. Good luck. Which is also why we are on other platforms like Rumble. Yep. I am yeah, also yeah. on True Social. Oh, you got that? I got it. I did. Okay. I went and downloaded it. So there's like they five loaded. people on there. There's like, yes. And they, it's I an just echo heard, chamber. I also just heard they censored. Um, a conservative guy on there too, which is the whole point of true social is not censoring, it's, but it's whatever. But Elon Musk also bought nine percent of Twitter and it went through the, through the roof. Um, their stock did, but that's my world. Whatever, because I got banned on Facebook and Instagram the other day. Hey, for that, that person a, volleyball player, yeah, chiseled. Chiseled <laughs> in the face. You can't let this go. Chiseled. You, I didn't look. That I was too busy doing this, looking away and just rolling my eyes and shaking I didn't say I, my head. Of course, I wasn't. I wasn't like, ooh, no. I'm just. I'm just mocking the fact that this this person because mm-hmm. you can't because you can't say man or woman because I'm not a biologist. I can't. We can't say that. I can't. Well, you're not a biologist, are you? This is true. We can't distinguish. I mean, somebody that's about to be on the Supreme Court. You know, they, they they're not a biologist, so they don't know what a woman is. So me either. You know? I, the last I knew. Thank goodness my wife just tells me she's a woman because now I know. I know. So now I feel I feel okay being in there. But see, that's where I'm kind of torn right now is because I have had a baby and the baby can't tell me what hmm. he or she is yet. So I don't know what to so call her. you don't her. know what to call it. So I'm just like, call hey, it. little Isabella, it. I love you. Uh, but yeah. I, she, she hasn't given me her pronouns yet. 
Ah, yeah. So, according to the woke culture, Mm -hmm. I am supposed to ask her what she wants to be identified as. Yeah. And I haven't done that yet. Yeah. Well, I have asked her, but she hasn't responded. Yeah. But I I did ask her. I said... But maybe she has, but because you haven't forced her in the box of speaking English yet. This is true. Uh, This is very true. (sighs) How could I not understand her gibberish? She is starting to have some gibberish now, and I should be understanding that. Why don't you have... You're right. Why don't I, you, I'm failing right now. Why don't now. you be more open-minded? I'm, fair, I'm, weekend I'm failing as a father right now. I apologize. Yeah. yeah well, uh, well, that Listen, was fun. Listen, you know it's bad when Bruce Jenner, a.k.a. Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. is coming out against this, like completely against all of these transgender women competing, or men competing against women. You know it's yeah. loony world. Yeah. When well, a transgender himself, herself, is coming out against it. No? Yeah. Is, that, is that not crazy to he anybody has else? The, he has the ability to say that because when he identified as a man and he was an Olympian, he was, you know, one of the best, you know, athletes in the world. So, you know, you take a guy that's ranked 400th and whatever in swimming that transgenders and becomes the top 500-meter swimmer and then somehow loses a race, you know, probably after that. That's probably on purpose. Oh, of course. It she got was. fit. No, she got fit. She tied for fifth. There should be, it should have been an equal rights ass kicking. He should have went and dominated, or that person should have went and dominated everything. Listen, it's so, it's so sad. Like, I think that those people deserve compassion, and I don't think that whatever choices they make in their life should be theirs. I get that. But it stops becoming your choice when you open the door to compete against other people. So, Leah Thomas. Do whatever you want. Love whoever you want. Chop off whatever you want. But stop making everybody else adhere to your lifestyle. Mm. This is like beyond this I this is beyond like the homosexuality gay stuff when the gay people are like we're like all against gay. I'm like, listen, I have nothing against you. Love who you want to love. This isn't about love. This is about you are a physical man. And you have developed and went through puberty as a man. Mm -hmm. Okay? This is beyond, I don't care who you love or who you have sex with or who in your head you identify as. You deserve compassion. You do. But when you're competing in a sport, it's no longer a right. It is a privilege when you compete in sports. That privilege should not allow you to beat up on girls and you're a man. Yep. Sorry, it just I can't do it. Like, I just to me, it's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I don't disagree with you. You know, <sighs> you know, it was always fun in middle school though. Weekend draft. Hmm. Remember playing dodgeball in week in, in middle school? Did you peg the girls? Oh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> They're the easiest targets out there. Why don't you do that? I don't know if I ever. How do about that. kickball? What would you What would you do on kickball? I mean, I'll kick it over a girl's head. Okay. And a heartbeat. Okay. Okay. I will smoke okay. it over her head and not even think twice. So, in context, it's not as it's not as on a world stage. But when we were adolescent middle school boys, we were kind of doing the same thing. But it's a little different though, too, I at that know. point, because girls I, like age. They. Were, I remember the girl being like they were more athletic, like than six us. inches taller than yeah. me too. She grew a little faster. I'm like, yeah, I can that's why, insert that's my why, dominance that's why somehow. I wanted to take them down a peg. Exactly. You know that we and back in our day, folks. That when we played dodgeball, we didn't use them little little softballs. I feel like B Money's not drinking enough. Well, here I don't have any ice. Um, we didn't ours. use that little plush ball. We used one of them rubber balls that used a kickball. Yeah. And you get hit in the face with that sucker, 
That does not feel good. That's like a concussion. Well, you got to dodge it, dude. Yeah. I mean, you got to dodge it. Well, you know, if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Somehow we got from <clears throat> April 9th being a big boxing weekend all the way to if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? We, we've fallen off track a lot, but I like it, though, because I have more fun when we fall off track. And we do that a lot. A lot. Yeah. You know, you the know best, what? to me, the best line of that movie, not to digress, go back to it, it's when he's in the chair after he did the, the wrench and they're talking about him drinking pee. And he's, he's I can't remember how he, how he teased it up, he's, but he's like, it's sterile and I like the taste. Yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> I do remember. That's it's right. sterile. I like the taste. That's right. You know what? You know who, you know, well, you want to go back to boxing with that? Juan Manuel Marquez, who hmm. also lives in Lake Nunn, or at least has a house here. He, when he was fighting Mayweather on the 24-7 HBO series, mm-hmm. he drank his own urine on TV, literally drank his own urine. I'm not joking. Look it up. You guys look up the archives, what? HBO archives, what? Juan Manuel Marquez before he fought Floyd Mayweather. He drank his own pee. What's wrong with people? Honestly, because like, I don't like when the, uh, the soda gets flat. Brandon. I'm like, dump that B, out. B Money, we are not biologists. Oh, so oh, yeah. we cannot tell him Mm-mm. if that was Mm-mm. good or bad for Mm-mm. him Mm-mm. because I am not no. in that profession or realm no. to tell him what is good for his body. However, if you're the government, you can tell everybody what's good for the body. We can drive. I just want to let you. I just want to let you know that I'm pretty sure you're a man. You're not a biologist, so I wanted to First set your all, mind at ease. How can you prove that? How can you prove I can't, that? I can't, but I think maybe. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, Son of a gun. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, gosh. Okay, so we are really off the rails. Folks, it's been a little while. Okay, so we, it's been a little while since we've been sitting down here having a good time together, drinking some bourbon, talking about this Charles Woodson bourbon, talking about boxing, talking about our beards, which we didn't really talk about today. And it's the fact that we're, we're back on schedule. This is episode 74. Uh, we want to uh, continue to give a shout-out to our media partners, though I don't know after this conversation if you like this shout-out anymore. They might take us off. Yeah, uh, IF Enterprises, Gulfstream Financial, and uh, TH Boxing, which we are on the TH Boxing facility on the second floor, the upper deck. You ever do the upper decker to somebody? You ever do I that? never have, but Maynard. I've always actually wanted to. Secretly, I've wanted to. Folks, do you know what the upper decker is? That's when you're at someone's house. You might not like this person, or you just might be wanting to play a prank on them, and you go to the bathroom. And instead of defecating in the actual bowl, you <laughs> defecate in such a fashion where you put it in the back area where the flapper is, and you put the lid back. And so your feces is sitting in that water in the back over time. Eventually, just it, after a few flushes, actually, just the plumbing, it just filters out. But it's just a gross thought. It's, it's called the funny. upper decker. I feel like I wish I would have done the upper decker to who lived here before us. Okay. While well, he lived here. Well. I would have loved to do that. How funny would that have been? Not very. I mean. Anyway. So. Yeah, it wouldn't have been that funny. <laughs> uh, you know, anyways. So. Um, Boxing is great. It is. The month of April is probably right now going to. Actually, you know what? Overall, with the amount of fights and the amount of top talent, yep. it could possibly go down as the greatest month of 2022 for boxing. 
I'm going to put that out there right now. Yeah. With that schedule, if all of these work out, because you know how boxing is, I don't count on these fights happening until they walk into the ring. Yeah. Especially and then the even then, ones, sure. there's been a boxer that walked out of the ring. But I don't count them to happen until it actually happens. So we'll see. But I think this is going to go down as one of the best months for boxing this year. Yeah, and I think I'm we're calling gonna, it right now. And we're going to start seeing uh, a lot of the marketing and promo work for the Fury Dillian White fight ramp up after this weekend, just because there's a lot of stuff to get through this weekend first. Uh, but you're going to see a lot have, of that. They have Michaela up. Mayer on ESPN Plus, who's promoted by Top whoa, Rank. Whoa, whoa, they don't want to take over her. Jennifer Hahn, please. I'm oh, sorry, I apologize. Thank I'm sorry, you. Jennifer Hahn. Thank you. There's also a uh, former Olympian, Ginny Futch is making her pro debut on the undercard as well. She's a girl. She's also Michaela Mayer's like best friend. So I thought I'd throw that out there. I didn't know you became a biologist in the last ten minutes. Crap. This is a tough world we live in, folks. If you're in the if you're in the social graces of YouTube and Please the media, forgive me for that, folks. We gotta Please I mean we me. gotta watch what we say. We gotta speak in we can't even use pronouns anymore because that's too you know, we're we're you know we can't do it. I apologize. We why do we not have pronouns in our Wang with Travis Harmon Instagram page? Because what ones would you use? All of them? I think we're he. He, him, she, him? I think we're he. Shim? I shim. Think we're he. Shim. Are we shim? Sure. <laughs> she? She? Sure. Shim, shim, she. He? Hi? Hi. Who? Hey. What? Okay. So this uh, this episode is really... <laughs> he's, he's a, okay. I'm trying to figure out how to like get can us you put a out bow, of here. Can you put a bow on this? I'm trying can to. You, what, what does your shirt say? Lick them up? No, what does it say? Lick them up? <laughs> We've been oh, talking sorry. to... sorry. Apologize. What are you thinking about? Leah Thomas over here? Oh, um, no, yeah. it says, pick them up and put them down. Oh, okay. Lifting weights. It like it's, a, like a it, it like it's like a Pittsburgh thing. It's like a Pittsburgh thing. I'm not it from... It's like legs. That's like, what my legs look like. Girl like. Legs. Did I show you my legs? They look like that. I don't, I've never had good, solid man legs, because I'm a runner, really, other than this fat gut I have I'm right now. I'm pretty sure that your man legs are better than mine, because I do not well, you're have a bo- You have boxer legs. I do definitely have <laughs> That's why boxers, folks, if you didn't know, that's why boxers wear such big shorts, in order to hide I have chicken thighs. I have my dad legs, but also boxer legs. Even if I didn't box, I would have terrible legs. You know legs. what we failed to mention? The event that we went to uh, the other weekend, which we should have, but we did not. And we're kind of running out of time. Uh, but we want to give props at least to a friend of ours who fought on that card. There was a few guys we knew that fought and all won, yeah. thankfully. Uh, but but Tra- we can travel. Maybe you can speak specifically to this, and that's the reason why we were there. Yeah, good friend Adrian Pinheiro. He is now I think seven and zero cruiserweight. It was it was good performance. Got 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 another win. Yep. At this point, it doesn't really matter who you're fighting. Just keep getting the keep wins. Keep getting the Ws. Keep building the Ws. But also, it was pretty cool because he got to do that in front of BJ Flores, who yeah. is the trainer of Jake Paul. BJ was ringside for Bally Sports commentating, so that was pretty cool. BJ got to talk to Adrian Pinero afterwards and um, gave him some tips. It, it was pretty cool. But uh, I'm, I'm happy for Adrian. Adrian is for I am from Orlando. I'm good friends with Adrian. Um, we used to train together, and I'm just, I'm happy for the kid when he's doing good, and he's still doing good. So I'm still rooting for him. And I hope that he keeps progressing because seven zero is not nothing to sneeze at at yeah. the pro level. And then another Orlando guy is Giovanni Estrella. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. Right. Um, but he also won. I think he's seven zero now too. One hundred fifty four pounder. Um, those guys can fight. So 
and there's another one too, but we don't know him as well. Um, but but a lot of them have trained or have worked out with uh, Craig Duncan. Yes. And, and oh, he, yeah, he does. He actually does as well. Yep. Yep. So and he was obviously in the in the he was there too, and his table was right behind our couch. So we had a good time with him that night. Overall, it was just a great show. That was what two Saturdays ago at this point. That was super fun. Yeah. That was a lot March of fun. March 26th. And Adrian Drago, or whatever he calls himself now, I think. Drago. Pretty, That's from Brian boy. Price. Drago. Yeah. It's pre, it's Adrian Pretty Boy. You say it's from Brian Price. Pretty. But I let Brian Price take claim to that one. That well, one. it's B-Money and Brian Price. Anyways, all, right. uh, all, I, all I know is I had to wash that polo shirt immediately following that night because I gave him a, a, a hug, and he's sweaty as hell. That's why you had to wash it. That okay. is. That okay, is. So that anyways, makes sense. Anyways, you know, it's... All the love. All the love. So, weekend trap. Congrats, Adrian. Any final thoughts or that was that final enough? My final thought is I'm going to repeat it, and I want everybody to know this, and I want to go down in the history of the annals of boxing hmm. that <laughs> April is going to be the greatest month of 2022 boxing. Holy, really? Not of all time, of, of 2022. Uh, for boxing, you think? For boxing. April, the month of April, if all of these fights pan out, and actually happen, it is going to be the greatest month wow. for boxing in 2022. Okay. I am going to stand by that. For, if every single one of these fights happen, I promise you, it will be the greatest month in 2022 of boxing. Okay, boys. You know, AJ Style, all you guys, you make sure you, you let him know this down the road, too. Give it to me. You know I'll respond. Give I it to him. I ain't scared of you guys with, with uh, Josh Taylor and Cat, Catrall. Catrall? 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 Catrall. Catrall? I don't know. It's Catrall. But I'm not afraid of you guys. I'll respond. Give it to me. Give it to me straight. I'll give it back to you straight. Are we allowed to say that? <laughs> I said give it to him straight. Okay. That's it. We got we to gotta cut it now. This is putting the bow on it. Um, thanks to our subscribers. If you're not subscribing, please do so below wherever you're finding this, whether it's on Instagram, whether you're watching our content on Facebook, or you're seeing the full podcast episode podcast episode on YouTube, or listening to it on Spotify, iHeartRadio, all the sources that you find for all your podcast needs. We are there for you. We have a lot of content. Check us out in the library. And please subscribe below to our content. Comment below as well. You don't like what we have to say? Oh, you guys, you know, here's my pronouns, you effers, blah, blah, blah. Do it. We want to see it. And uh, give a like or even a thumb down, but they don't even count that anymore. So because that's in the crybaby culture we're a part of. Haha. UK fans, it wasn't a robbery. Oh, here we go. Okay. It wasn't a robbery. I'm, I'm ending this now. Uh, that over there is Weekend Trav. That there is B-Money. AKA? Jeez. It's Producer. Wow, AKA we're out of. <laughs> we're out of practice. I was done. It was B-Money. I was like, it was B-Money. Oh, my AKA goodness. Producer. AKA The Big Cheese. AKA The Karate Master. AKA Karate Master. Bruce wow. Lee. I don't know. Look at this mop, too. I got this I hair going. Hair. I love his hair. Anyways, thanks for joining us. God bless.